Hi, hello, and welcome to the Fuel to Five podcast. My name is Emma Clark, and can I just say thank you so much for choosing to listen to me today. Thank you for being here. I just want to extend a big fat welcome to you all, right? Because I cannot believe I'm actually sitting here right now in front of this microphone doing this, right? Like this is something I've wanted to do for the longest time. It's been on my to-do list for quite a while. And you know what? Like the theme for this year for me has just honestly been going all in with what I truly want to do, right? And creating the life of my absolute dreams and doing this podcast and, you know, helping people, inspiring people, impacting people and that sort of stuff is my purpose, is my mission. And yeah, I cannot wait to see where this podcast takes me and yeah oh my god just i'm so excited so thank you so much for popping me in your ears today welcome so this podcast i basically want this to be a platform where i share my stories experiences my knowledge talk about specific topics maybe interview people later down the line on all things nutrition health fitness wellness like my passions honestly around that sort of stuff right so yeah first of all i will introduce myself for those who don't know me um but for those who have been following me along my journey for the longest time if you have thank you so much you're a real mvp honestly um but yeah like i said my name is emma clark i am 22 years old and i am accredited sports nutritionist as of recent by the way um i graduated university with a bachelor's of food nutrition back in 2021 i think march or something like that and then just recently i have just completed my certificate in applied sports nutrition and i am a soon-to-be personal trainer as well i'm currently studying my certificate three and four in fitness so i think that's kind of all you'd really need to know about me for now what you really want to know is what this what today's episode is really all about and I think I kind of owe it to those who have been following me for a very long time now and today I thought there was no better way to launch this podcast with sharing the entirety of my health journey from the get-go the highs the lows the ups and downs what really has truly happened over these years up until now basically and yeah so for those who've actually like followed along with my journey from like i don't even know back when i had nourishing emma on instagram and on my youtube channel like you would know bits and pieces of what's happened but i kind of really haven't explained what's happened you know why like and that's what today's all about so strap yourselves in if you're on a walk right now you know you might have to walk a little longer today because i feel like this is going to be a long one if you're driving right now just take the detour take the scenic route because there's a lot to unpack you know there's five years worth of stuff here that i need to just open up about share and hopefully at the end of this inspire you all and just yeah that's my main mission right to inspire to impact to help all of that sort of stuff so without further ado let's rewind back to january 1st of 2018 and i believe this is when it truly began for me my health journey and on this particular day was the day that i decided to go vegan cold turkey by the ad i yeah because i remember the night before I had this big fat huge hawaiian pizza and then the next day i was like i'm gonna go vegan so 
yeah, that's what I did. And yeah, I basically had absolutely no idea what I was doing. Like, the reason why I wanted to go vegan was because I saw these videos on YouTube. And growing up, all throughout my teenage years, I watched a lot of YouTube. So I was heavily consumed in all of that sort of stuff, right? So I was watching all these videos of these girls. They came up on my recommendation page, right? Of them eating in a way that I have never, ever seen before, right? They weren't eating meat, fish, dairy, cheese, all of that sort of stuff. And it was the complete opposite of the way I was eating at that current moment. Because at that moment, I was eating so bad. Like, I was not eating any vegetables, any fruit. I was just eating crap, basically. And yeah, this, this was so appealing to me, right? I was like, oh my god, like wow, they must be so healthy. And I thought that the way they were eating, because they were portraying it this way, by the way, that this was the most healthiest way to be, to live and to eat. And this is going to be the underlying theme here. I wanted to be the most healthiest. I wanted to outdo everyone. I wanted to be the one because I believe that this is the very, very, very first time where I saw eating and exercising as a competition. Don't get me started why I thought like this. That was just my mindset, right? And I guess you could say I've kind of had this competitive edge to myself. Like, you know, all throughout school, I was wanting to always get the best grades out of absolutely everyone, working my absolute butt off to do that. And I saw eating as a way for me to do that as well, because, you know, I just finished school graduated you know didn't get the score I really wanted to compared to everyone else even though it was but I'm just too hard on myself anyway that's another story but I saw you know these girls eating this way and I was like whoa I don't know anyone who eats this way I'm gonna do that as well so that's what I did I guess another reason as to why I decided to go vegan as well was because like you know I was seeing them looking these girls again they looked a particular way, you know, what you would typically see as healthy, you know, slim, toned, all of that sort of stuff. They looked healthy, right? And, you know, they were, at the time also, I wasn't happy with the way I looked. Like, I have, yeah, that's, I've had, I've never really been satisfied with the way I look. Now I am, don't get me wrong, now I'm, I, I actually don't define myself by my body, right? But, you know, all throughout my teenage years, all throughout high school and that sort of stuff, like, I just really, I was comparing myself a lot to these girls who were a lot skinnier than me, and they were, they were friends with me as well, so it was really, really, really hard to not hate yourself when you're surrounded by people who are complete opposite to you. So, you know, I thought, okay, maybe I could lose weight eating this way. And did I lose weight? Yes, I did, naturally. When you completely cut out three quarters of your diet and eat all these new foods you have never ever had in your entire life yes you naturally would and because look i was eating more fruits and vegetables i was you know so uneducated by the way i was not doing it properly at all i i honestly don't know how i survived honestly in the first couple of months i was vegan um a lot of the foods you know they're higher in volume less calorically dense so you know yes i did naturally lose weight and within the first couple of months of me going vegan I actually did start to feel a lot better. I was like, wow, like I feel more lively, 
more energetic, like I feel good, you know. And at that time as well, I started just doing some random like circuit workouts at home. I wasn't at the gym or anything and I was still dancing at the time because all throughout uh, high school I was dancing um, and I was just like walking as per usual. So like, you know, from January 1st, I would say up until June, which is the next chapter, um, I felt fine. Like I felt like, okay, like life's good. Like this is, you know, I had no problems with my relationship with food. Like the way I was eating this vegan diet wasn't causing any complications. Like I was fine until June, July of that exact same year was when I started to get some comments from my parents, my grandparents, and then my dance teachers as well eventually about how much weight I lost. Now, at the time, I must clarify, I did not think anything was wrong. Like, I honestly did not think I lost any weight. I was just like, what are you guys talking about? I feel fine. Just like, leave me alone, kind of, you know? Um, but looking back now, I was like, okay, yeah, I wasn't fine and I definitely did lose some weight. And yeah, I believe at this time as well, I really started to compare what I was eating to other people. Ugh, this makes me cringe so bad because it's like, this could have been avoided, but like, you, you can't do anything about it now, you know? So yeah, I started to compare how I was eating to these other girls on YouTube. So yeah, at the time, like initially, these comments didn't really affect me. Um, but then eventually down the line, they kind of did. And I kept thinking to myself like, oh, like, is there maybe something wrong with me? Like, you know, maybe I am not okay. And it made me question a lot of the things I was doing. Like, yeah, I was questioning myself. So I was literally, I don't even know at this point, I was just lost. I was just like, you know, people are commenting on me. I don't feel right what the absolute hell am I going to do? So in August, again, I was watching these videos online of these same girls eating the same way I did going to the gym and, you know, exercising in a really cool way. I think it was a really cool way. It was just lifting weights, but like something I've never done before. Right. And they were eating in a way that looked good as well. Like there was still a vegan diet, but you know, I was eating hardly anything in my meals. I was just like chucking it. I wasn't eating protein. Like I remember I used to eat like sweet potato, cucumber, lettuce, and a bit of hummus. Call that my lunch, move on. Like where the hell's the protein in that? And honestly, like looking at how they were eating, it was obvious like, okay, I was not eating properly. And the way they were eating like these big, when I say big, they were big, big meals like it looked appealing to me and like they were training in a way that was like whoa like I want to do that so I did that right oh my god why do I keep comparing myself at this point I don't know but in 2018 yeah we're still in 2018 August 2018 I decided to join the gym and you know I had absolutely no idea what I was doing um, but you know, you got to start somewhere, right? Started just lifting weights, going a couple of times a week and yeah, you know, I actually, this is, yeah, I really started to enjoy the gym, lifting weights and initially, yes, I did see improvements. I was like, cause I've never weight trained in my entire life before. So initially I saw growth in muscle and I was eating properly and 
a lot more, you know, better meals and that sort of stuff. And yeah, I would say like from August 2018 up until what, a, a year on, until t into 2019 and that sort of stuff, I was like, I was good. Like nothing was a problem with my relationship with food, myself, exercise, like I felt really content. Like I did more research on eating properly within the vegan diet and that sort of stuff. Like I didn't really see it actually, hang on, oh, hang on. I did, I did use this diet because again, you know, the more people found out the way I was eating, you know, they were questioning like, oh, why aren't you eating this? And I would always use the excuse, oh, I can't eat that. And then my parents would always say, no, you're choosing not to eat that. It's not like you can't. You are choosing to eat like that. So I don't know if we can pick up a little um, disorderness here, but I was using the vegan diet kind of to blanket why I wasn't choosing to eat a particular food. Because, yeah, does that make sense? Let me know if that doesn't make sense. It's like, it's really hard to explain because... At this time, like, I was eating food, like, I didn't really have a problem with eating and, like, I wasn't restricting that sort of stuff, but I was using, like, I was definitely, definitely not on the vegan diet for the right reasons, okay? I was l using it to blanket disordered thinking and habits and that sort of stuff. I was using it to avoid eating the foods that I loved because deep down, I still kind of did, like, meats and cheeses and all of that sort of stuff but I was using this diet to you know blanket that and just make me avoid eating that food right so can we see how this sort of disordered behaviors really started to arise when I decided to go vegan but I, I, I didn't pick up on this obviously when I was knee deep in it okay so you know Within, you know, 2018, going into 2019, like, as I said, I was fine. Like, you know, this was the time also when I started my Instagram account, Nourishing Emma, <laughs> and I would just post what I was eating, like the food I ate and all of that sort of stuff. And it grew, like that account grew so, like, so big. Um, and naturally as well, I just was posting what I was eating and people just really seemed to enjoy it. And I was like what like what's going on here and I got really into the photography and food styling and I was trying out all these recipes I was a big foodie and I was like whoa like okay and you know at that time as well I started my YouTube channel and started sharing what I was eating and my lifestyle and that sort of stuff on YouTube and out of the blue that just blew up and I don't even know what the hell happened there and then you know people really really started to take interest in me and I was just like that has never happened before like people actually want to know me and I was like whoa like what I was so confused shocked but you know I was I was actually feeling really good like you know I had the job at the time part-time job still studying at uni I think I was in my second year I don't know I'm, I've lost count now I was I was fine I was fine yeah <laughs> It was fine, I would say, up until the end, like the very end, December of 2019. And once again, I noticed that I started to compare what I was eating 
to others again, right? Guess where? YouTube. Mm -hmm. I came across these particular people. I'm not going to like name them. I have them in my mind and I know never to look at them again because it just brings up all sorts of ugh, memories. So I'm not going to name names, but they were eating like I already thought like, hey, I'm eating really healthy. Like I, I felt superior. Ugh, I hate talking about this because it's so wrong. I felt superior because I was eating the most healthiest out of everyone I knew around me. Like, I felt I was so good, right? And then I was seeing these particular girls, you know, eating way healthier than me. And I was just like, hmm, you know, and they were eating so clean, like, like super, super clean, like, you know, no sauces, no seasonings, nothing. It was it, you know, your typical, like, fit food, you know, like your broccoli and, you know, plain chicken. It was so, like, it was clean. And I was questioning myself again, thinking, hmm, am I eating healthy enough? Because I saw these girls and, look, I should have been definitely aware that they had eating issues. They had eating disorders, disordered eating, orthorexia but they were saying, no, I'm completely recovered. I feel absolutely, you know, I feel great. This is just the way I eat. I don't like eating this way. Like, so I just, you know, I thought that was, oh, okay. Yep. That's right. Sure. There's nothing wrong with you. I was naive at the time, basically. So again, this competition of wanting to eat the most healthiest out of absolutely everyone, I was then like, no, I need to do better than this. I've just seen this particular girl now eat way healthier than me. I need to do that even better. And that's what I did. I was so jealous. Like what? I don't even know. Like I am freaking out right now speaking about this. Why was this all a big fat competition for me? Why? I don't know why. But I then decided to eat really clean. And, you know, I started to not add sauces and seasonings i stopped adding hummus to my meals i love hummus but i saw it as like oh no that's not clean that's got all these added crap in it like i really just started to eat clean super sparkling clean and wow oh my god i, I don't like thinking about this because it's ugh. so that actually went you know me eating clean and that sort of stuff carried over into 2020 oh my god my years are all muddled up yeah 2020 um and i guess you could say i was diving head first straight into orthorexia i was never diagnosed but i it was so evident that i was orthorexic right i became obsessed with eating clean right and at this time, also, I started to reduce my portions because I wasn't adding all these foods to my meals anymore. And if you knew me from Nourishing Emma, I used to make these, you know, elaborate meals. Like, you know, I made healthy eating fun. Like, I made it enjoyable. And I loved food because I made it so I didn't have to eat boring, plain food. But then I reverted back, well, not back, but reverted to eating boring, plain food because I thought that was healthy. But again... Do not take advice from the internet, especially from unqualified professionals or influencers on the interwebs. Lesson learned and a lesson for all of you right now. So, 
Okay, and at this time also, I started to compare my exercise to other people as well. So not only was I comparing how I was eating, but I was also comparing how I was exercising. Keep in mind, I was comparing myself to athletes. Can we just can we just stop right there? I was clearly not an athlete at the time. Like I was just going for one hour a day doing just some, you know, functional training, workout at the gym, come home, go to work, study, eat, sleep, go to bed. Well, that is sleeping, Emma. Goodness gracious. Um, but then I was comparing my exercise to an athlete, right, who competes, who trains twice a day, two hours each session, all of that kind of crap. And I thought I wasn't doing enough. Oh my God. So naturally, I started to increase my exercise. And I did this in an uneducated way, right? Because, you know, as we start to increase exercise, we naturally need more food. Well, I didn't know that at the time, did I? So as I was eating, you know, I was, I was exercising more, I wasn't eating more. In fact, I started to eat less. And this is where, ah, this is where it truly started to go downhill because I, out of, I don't know why, like, I don't know why I'm just going to put this into, I'm going to say this right now. I don't know why. But I began tracking my food, which I've never done before, never up until 2020, never, counting calories. And I got so obsessed with that, so obsessed, you know, wow, this is, <laughs> this is a really wild time for me right now. Um, I was getting so obsessed with calories and eating clean and that sort of stuff. And then the obsession with those numbers moved straight into exercise. I was getting obsessed with like burning as many calories and like not allowing myself to eat more than I burned that day because you know the number on my watch says I've only burned such and such so I can't eat that much and it's just like Ugh, you know no Ugh. so yeah I yeah it really took a wild turn because at the start of the year look I was eating clean and yeah I was diving headfirst into orthorexia and that's kind of what happened and um yeah, disordered eating, over-exercising, under-eating, unintentionally at the start, but then it turned into intentionally because then I purposely restricted myself from food because I was like, no, I can't eat that because, you know, I've only exercised one hour today. Like, do you see how disordered this is now? Like, why my brain didn't pick up on this? I don't know. Probably because it was ill, it was sick, it was malnourished. Because when our brains are malnourished, it doesn't think properly. Mm. So, yeah, that was a really, really rough time in that period. And can I just say, it really got aggressive when COVID hit in March. I feel like that was just a really rough time for everyone, I know. But, like, it really took a wild turn because, like, Everything else in life was out of our control, but this was something I could control, right? The need for control, which is, it's, it's always been a thing for me because I am the living definition of a perfectionist, might I add as well. And a lot of this stems from always needing to be perfect at absolutely everything I'm doing. So, you know, eating healthy, exercising properly, exercising the right way, eating in the right way, doing everything right, 100% perfect. 
Now, we all know the issues with that, right? Because nothing is ever going to be perfect. So, yeah, this was something at the time where I could control. And, you know, I took up running during this period as well because the gym shut down. Took up running, was not training properly at all, not allowing myself to rest properly. Was getting injured because I wasn't eating enough food. And getting stressed over like being injured and like I wouldn't restrict myself because I wasn't exercising. Do we see the cycle, ladies and gentlemen? Do we see the cycle that's happening right now? Do you see what was happening? Because I can see it. And I feel so bad for the Emma during that time. She, yeah, wow. She was, yeah. And at that time, I lost my period. As you would if you become so obsessed with over-exercising and under-fueling your body and that sort of stuff. And at the time, it really didn't faze me because I thought that everything I was doing was healthy. So, you know, not having a period just slipped by my mind. I was like, hmm, don't know, don't know, don't care, you know. But you should care because if you don't have your period, that is a big red flag. Um, so, yeah. I don't even know what else to say that was thing is that's not the only rough point in this entire journey there's another one so strap yourselves in and just stay tuned um but yeah and that went on for about four months right and I don't know how long I lasted. I don't know why I lasted that long it was it was rough and it wasn't until June when of that year by the way that I was like hmm you know something's not right like I actually haven't had a period for like six months now I don't think this is right and I <laughs> god damn right it was not right like no it's not normal to not have a period so yay for me for finally recognizing like hmm something's not right so what I did was I stopped counting my food and that sort of stuff and that really helped release a lot of anxiety stress pressure Ugh. oh my god I don't even like talking about it but it did it released a lot of pressure and that sort of stuff off me started to eat more intuitively as you would call it you know just back to kind of how I used to um, and then I kind of stopped running because the gyms finally opened up as well so I went back to lifting and Deep down, I kind of still was restricting myself from foods. Um, and at this point also was the time when I stopped being vegan. I was like, okay, let's just not be vegan anymore. Let's reintroduce animal products again. Let's Because I just really wanted to eat all the foods. I didn't want to place any restrictions on the way I was eating like I just wanted to be able to eat anything and you know being on this vegan diet was inhibiting me from eating anything because the diet still had restrictions right like eating a vegan diet means I'm not allowed to eat meat I'm not allowed to eat cheese I'm not allowed to eat milk like I needed to be able to include all foods into my diet to heal that relationship with my food right and it did and I'm really, really, really glad that I am not vegan anymore. And I'm not really going to explain too much about why I'm not vegan and all that. Because I am planning to explain more in depth 
um, the whole like experience of me transitioning from a vegan diet to a non-vegan diet. So stay tuned for that episode because a lot, a lot, a lot of people have questioned me about that and I really want to explain it more in depth. So stay tuned for that. But I'm really, I'm really happy with that decision that I made to stop being vegan. And I believe it really put me on the right path onto healing myself and bettering my relationship with food, right? Like I was, I, I, I kind of knew that I wasn't doing it for the right reasons and I just needed to break that habit and change. So what are we on to? June? Yeah, June of 2020. I'm sorry. There's so many dates of my entire journey. I've got to keep track. But June 2020, stopped being vegan, started going to the gym again, you know, started not tracking my food again, but still felt like I was still restricting and being like my period wasn't there, you know, and I really wanted to get it back because that's not a, that's not a good sign. And I was reading all this stuff about how to get your period back on the interweb, interweb, why do I keep saying that? Um, on the internet and, you know, it was all about eating more and exercising less. And to be honest, I did not like that idea. I was just like, like there must be a way. It was like, there must be a way where I can just, you know, do exactly what I'm doing right now and get my period back. But there isn't. The only way to get your period back if it's, you know, as a result of underfueling your body and over-exercising is to do the complete opposite. Reduce your exercise or stop it altogether and eat more. And in August 2020, I was just like, nope, that's it. That I'm, I'm done. I've had enough. I just went all in, as you, as you would call it, right? I stopped exercising completely other than just walking. And I started just eating whatever the hell I wanted. And I, yeah, oh my God. That was a wild time as well. Let me tell you that. And I guess that this is a story to tell for the the grandkids or whatever on my 21st birthday I had to relearn how to eat cake again because you know I was scared to eat cake so you know you know I my birthday's in August on my 21st birthday I remember me just you know by myself just trying to relearn how to eat the cake and I gained a lot of weight fast like it was scary how rapidly my body was changing and clothes weren't fitting me properly anymore and I was like I was I was getting upset and I was just like yeah I was scared as hell at how things were moving so fast for me right like I was just like oh my god like like it was yeah and I stuck with it right I knew that doing this was allowing me to one heal my relationship with food two heal my relationship with exercise three get my period back and it did in October I got my period back so it took me three months of not exercising at all apart from walks and eating more because I remember the first two weeks of me deciding to go all in I my hunger was would never shut up it was just you know I would eat something the hunger again 10 seconds later it was so scary I was like I just fed you why do you want more food and it's because my body was in a starvation mode before it wasn't getting the necessary food for like several months so that's why I needed to eat all this food and so I got my period back and I felt so good I was like yes and you know 
I started going to the gym again, like very, very slowly, might I add, very slowly, um, you know, twice a week doing like 30 minute sessions of weights. And then over time into 2021, all of that sort of stuff, I felt good again, right? You see, this is an up and down and up and down journey, right? I felt good again, you know, reintroducing exercise, you know, increasing the intensities and the durations over time, slowly eating, you know, my eating definitely got more intuitive. Like I wasn't so ravenously hungry all the time. Like I was able to eat normally, you know, wasn't vegan. I was eating everything basically. Um, I was, yeah. And at that time also in 2021, I got a new job and everything just kind of felt right. You know, like I was like, yay, no more issues. We're on the right track. It doesn't end there. Stay tuned for tomorrow's episode. No, just kidding. I'm going to tell you now. So we are going into 2021, August 2021. And I just received this job promotion, I guess you would call it. Like I was, yeah, it was a job promotion, right? I was being moved to a different location and I had more hours. It was your typical nine to five hours, right? Which meant for me a new lifestyle. And... I don't know where this came from. This is, yeah, I don't know where this came from. I think it was because of the sudden change. Like it was very sudden. This came about as well. Where I was like, yes. Like I've always wanted, like, you know, before, you know, actually working nine to five. I was like, yes, I always wanted to work nine to five. I want to be able to exercise early in the morning, all of that sort of stuff. So I saw this as an opportunity for me to start living that. But it got way, way out of hand. And this whole, like, it all started, like, I just overworked myself. I think the whole problem was I was burning myself to the ground. I was overworking myself completely. And, yeah, because I was transitioning from only working, like, four days a week to six days a week eight-hour shifts, all of that sort of stuff. And then I decided to throw in the mix of, okay, let's exercise now twice a day. Again, I don't know why I decided to do that. I was just like, okay, let's, you know, let's exercise twice a day, one in the morning and one in the afternoon after work. I don't know. I don't know. So for you know this went on can i just say before i explain a little bit more in detail what actually happened this went on for seven months seven months and yeah i didn't feel like something was wrong like you know did the amount of weight i lost was that concerning was the fact that i was becoming scared of food again the fact that i was very I was over-exercising to the extreme. Was that not a sign of hospitalization? Because I feel like I should have gone to hospital. I don't know. But, wow. So, you know, my routine. I would wake up, eat like half a banana before I would go do a one-hour run. And a one-hour run for me at the time was eight kilometers. And each week or something like that, I eventually got up to 12k run in an hour, which I can't do now because I don't run as often anymore. So I was quite impressed with that. I was like, okay, go me. But I was not eating properly. I was just waking up, 
you know, going for this run, coming home, eating a really small breakfast. Like, I thought it was enough. Again, I wasn't really, actually, was I? I don't know. Like, this is all a blur <laughs> and something that I don't really want to bring up, but this is part of the journey, so I'm doing it. I think I was loosely tracking my food, but I wasn't allowing myself to eat a lot of carbohydrates. And, you know, if I'm increasing my exercise, don't you think it's sensible to increase my carbohydrates? No, in fact, I actually decreased the amount of carbohydrates I was eating in response to me increasing my exercise. Do we see what, do we see the, oh my God, do we see the chaos, ladies and gentlemen? Do we see the issues that are going to cause as a result of that, you know? And um, so, yeah, I was, you know, had, did a run or some crappy thing in the morning and then when I go to work at like 9.30, you know, I would hardly have any time throughout the day to eat, mind you hardly any time like and I wouldn't even eat enough in the times that I did have time to eat right so you know was eating these salads that again were so low in carbohydrates and then you know I would do my second session at the gym and it like it was a weight session and that sort of stuff functional training and again I wouldn't eat properly beforehand and I kept thinking to myself like oh like why do I feel like crap well, you're feeling like crap, Emma, because you're not feeding yourself properly. But again, I didn't realize that, okay? Because I thought, you know, I, I thought I was doing everything right. Like, you know, I'm, yeah. again, I thought I was superior because I'm exercising twice a day. Like, eating, again, my diet kind of got really clean again. Uh, and, yeah, that cycle, like, I wasn't allowing myself to rest, by the way. Like, I was just going, 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 okay? The combination of me training twice a day, like not eating enough, being at work. I never took a break. I was fading away. Like if you saw me from August 2021 to about February of this year, I was fading away. I was losing myself. I was not living. I lost life, basically. If you saw photos of me and yeah, I... Jesus, I can't believe I even let myself get to that point. I looked so malnourished and so depleted and deprived and stressed. And, you know, she was smiling, but deep down she knew she wasn't doing something right. And the thing is as well, like, yes, I knew everything about nutrition. I'm like, I studied it, right? I knew everything about it. I knew that over-exercising and under-eating is going to cause red S and, you know, losing my period and that sort of stuff and cause all these issues. I was listening to podcasts about it while I was trying to do this high-intensity, you know, cardio session, not actually taking in and applying the information I was listening to, right? I was just, you know, listening to it and thinking in my head, oh, that's me, but not actually doing something about it what the actual hell I don't even know so yeah that was I like my weight at this time I know like weight's not like a big thing to focus on but my weight was at its absolute lowest it was I have never looked so ill like eating disorders don't have a look right that's that's the big thing we need to think about eating disorders don't have a look because before when I had my first 
disordered eating orthorexic tendencies back in 2020, I didn't look sick. So that really didn't reinforce the idea that I need to seek help. I was like, I don't look sick. I don't look, you know, orthorexic, all that crap. But eating disorders are a mental illness, okay? You know, health doesn't have a look. Like, we can't judge it based on how we look, right? It's all up in our minds. It's our, it's our thoughts. It's our beliefs. It's our thinking patterns. So, but yeah, I, at this, when I look back now, and at the photos from, what, only just recently? Jesus. Um, it was, well, not just recently, but like, you know, last year. Well, that, that, that is kind of recent when you think about it. But, you know, just last year, I was like, whoa, like, I have never seen myself like that. And when you're going through that, when your mind's ill and disordered and you're malnourished and that sort of stuff, you don't think you're skinny. You don't think you're, you know, you, th you think you're actually big. Because I still thought at the time I was very, I, I didn't like myself still. And that's the thing, like, I was, yes, skinnier, woohoo, I have abs now, shredded abs, woohoo, you can see my muscle, but it wasn't actually my muscle, it was actually getting to my bone because I lost all my muscle, mind you, um, and yeah, wow, and so naturally in March, I kind of, I was kind of forced to slow down, like I was just like, I, I remember taking a deep, because I was so obsessed with training and eating. I was like, oh, yeah, like, I want to be the best. I thought more was better, more was better, more training was better. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, this was the time when I got into CrossFit as well. And I was like, yes, I want to be the best at CrossFit, all of that kind of crap. And I thought, oh, you know, going to do more, 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 more. First of all, I wasn't even training properly for CrossFit. I couldn't even lift up a barbell. And... I was just doing so much cardio, so much, running, 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 like, I was, I was overtraining, overtraining, not eating to support the training, it was a, it was a wreck, it was a big fat wreck, and so, naturally, I was like, I'm gonna take a deload week, yeah, I'm gonna rest the body, and then when I was, you know, in that deload week, my body literally, because I didn't, you know, exercise as much, it, really kind of forced me to reevaluate what the hell I was doing and being like hmm something isn't quite right here no shit sorry I don't know if I'm allowed to swear on the podcast but yeah it really just forced me to reevaluate what the hell was going on and I did a lot of journaling in this time as well and the whole deload kind of made me uncomfortable because I was like, well, I'm not exercising as much and like my body's kind of like feeling weird and I'm still eating more and all this stuff, but like I'm not exercising as much and I'm like, I was feeling uncomfortable and you know, when I journal, it's usually because I'm feeling discom discomfort and I'm going through a change and so I reevaluated myself and I was like, this is not sustainable. I... To, I thought about what I, where I wanted to go, what I wanted to do, right? And looked back at what I was doing and thinking, hmm, is this actually supporting the life I want to live and where I want to go and the athlete I want to be? No, it wasn't. It wasn't supporting, you know, it, 
training the way I was, eating the way I was, living the way I was, was not supporting who I wanted to be. So I forced myself to slow down. I changed the way I trained, trained smarter. I ate more. I ate more carbohydrates. And over time, I actually, this change happened so quickly again. Because I remember in March, I was like, yep, yeah, you know, I'm going to, you know, force, I'm going to slow down a little bit, eat more. But I'm here now in June and I feel like a completely different person. I do not know who the Emma was. Like, I don't even know who she was. So this, oh, how many months has it been now? I don't even know. March, April, May, June. Four months, as I'm recording this at the time. I have been just re... I just started living again, basically. I am exercising now. I'm still training in CrossFit and I'm actually taking it seriously. Like, I'm following a proper program that allows me to progress in the sport of CrossFit. Cross, CrossFit. <laughs> CrossFit the right way, right? I'm training properly. I'm not over-exercising or including extra things because it's not going to help me become the athlete I want to be, right? I want to take crossfit seriously i want to be able to compete really well in crossfit one day i want to be on the big stage one day right and i just had to go back to my visions my goals and what i really want to do in life right like i can't expect to help people with their nutrition if i'm not helping myself with my nutrition right i can't be under fueling myself malnourished all of that sort of stuff restricting myself you know not eating enough food and expect clients and you know people to take advice from me when I'm not actually doing that myself. So it's like, okay, we need to embody this version of the person I want to become, this athlete, this nutritionist, this person, and start showing up as her. And that's what I've been doing these past couple of months, right? Coming back to myself, living again, and just finding who I am again, because I lost myself there. I was... I was burning myself to the ground. She was, I was fading away. I was losing myself, you know. And like I said, I was surprised that I did not end up in hospital. <laughs> Honestly. And, um, yeah. It has just been so good just to find myself again, like I've said, and eat better and just like. It's good because I'm holding this vision of who I want to be and what my I want my life to look like and where I want to go. And I'm just trusting the entire process, right? I know that every single day is not going to be the absolute greatest, right? I know this whole journey, as I've just discussed, was not linear, okay? Because as my first instance of my disordered eating and orthorexic tendencies and all that sort of stuff, like, you know, I had a high. And then as you can see... We went way back down again, and we're at a high again. So, you know, it hasn't been smooth sailing my whole journey, right? It is now, I'm at a point now where it's the best it has ever been in my entire life right now. Like, I'm not on a diet for just the blanket reasons as to why I'm not eating anything. I'm exercising to get, I'm exercising in a way that allows me to focus on what my body can do. And not for what it looks like, right? I'm finally, like, I'm I'm so thankful that I found CrossFit because it's truly helping me. And 
it's helping me in all aspects of life, right? Like this could be a whole nother episode about why I love CrossFit and it should be because it has just changed my whole perspective on my body, the way I view life and challenges and that sort of stuff. Like, wow. But where I am now and with my relationship with food, my relationship with exercise, my relationship with my body, I would say it is at the best it has ever been. Like, I just feel so good. Like, I'm finally, I'm finally living, guys. Like, I'm finally just like, yeah. And I always just think back to my vision, who I want to be, where I want to be, what I want to do, right? And aligning myself in a way that's going to support that. Thinking about my career and that sort of stuff, you know, launching this business that I've now done, you know, taking on clients, being a nutritionist. Like, I need to think about what I want to do and who I want to be and, you know, start choosing and living and embodying this version of that person, right? Because there is no way in hell I would be where I am today if I was still doing the same stuff I was doing in previous years and that sort of stuff. And I am just so proud of myself for everything, all the growth, all the, you know, limiting beliefs I've overcome and all of that sort of stuff to get to where I am today. And I feel like I'm truly living my best life, my most healthiest self, right? And wow, this is only just the beginning. Like, I am so happy that I shared this with you all. I, yeah, this basically sums up my entire health journey. Thank you for listening today. Thank you for allowing me to open up and share and be real and honest about what has happened over the years with my health, with my eating, with my relationship with food, exercise, my body, and that sort of stuff. It has been a journey and I hope this has inspired you to feel like you're not alone. Like I feel like we all to a degree somehow struggle with these sorts of things, right? And my mission, my purpose right now is to be that voice that I wish I had before I even barked on my health journey back in 2018, January 1st. Like, I want to help you guys. I want to be able to inspire you guys, to impact you guys in any way possible, to work with you guys, to, like I said, be that voice. And I feel like this podcast will allow me to extend that further, to spread my purpose in life. And wow, I feel good doing that. I feel like opening up is just, and being who I truly am and sharing this story, which is raw and it's something I've never ever spoken about fully before is going to help a lot of people so thank you so much for tuning in today thank you for listening um yeah I yeah I hope you've taken something away from this episode today if you like this episode screenshot it and post it on your stories I don't know how all the podcast or the stuff works I keep thinking about YouTube it's like don't forget to like and subscribe but it's not I don't know how like all the systems of podcasting works I know you can follow my podcast and you can download the episodes that's all I know so far but if you liked it tell your friends and family share it on your social medias tag me as well at Emma Clark underscore nutrition on Instagram And yeah, thank you so much for listening today and I will catch you next week. See you next time.